tonight's video, we have four terrifying tales of individuals who are venturing off alone in the wilderness, whether it's hiking or fishing. They come across something so terrifying that it's hard to identify whether it is cryptid or of the paranormal. Stay tuned. If you're new to the channel, subscribe, click on that bell, and smash that thumbs up, and tell a friend. Now, let's get spooky. My only possible Bigfoot experience. My last house was smack dab in the middle of logging land in Oregon, and I used to explore it daily with my dog. One day, my dog and I went on an eight-hour hike to go moral mushroom hunting. We walked further than I've ever gone before. Don't worry. I have a distress beacon in my backpack just in case. There was no cell service out there. Keep in mind that I never saw a single human out during my adventures, probably due to the fact that you had to have a $100 permit just to enter the place, although I never saw a logger who asked me for it. Just their equipment and evidence that they had been out there. Anyways, on the fifth hour, when my dog and I had reached a location hours away from civilization, we get to a high dirt logging road next to a cliff, where you could look down to a creek far below. This is when I started hearing what sounded like two rocks being hit against each other. It would stop for a while, and then start going again. I was searching for mushrooms at this point, and pretty soon, I noticed a pattern. Every time I got closer to the curve in the road, the clacking of the rocks would start again. I got a little creeped out at this point, because I've never heard anything like this before in the middle of the woods, and I don't think it was caused by the creek. It was too loud, so I don't think a small animal like a bird could make it. So this is when my dog and I decided it was finally time to head home. The only way I had made it back without getting lost was by following the arrows I had made with sticks in the woods and on the logging roads. We made it back home just in time before twilight turned to complete darkness. I never hiked in that area again. I wish my dog could bring up this story about what we saw on the beach. This happened three years ago in the summer. One morning, I got up around 4.30 a.m. and thought that I'd go for a walk and catch the sunrise. I brought my dog along, a German shepherd mutt named Dave. Trust me, he looks like one. We hopped in my car and drove the five or so minutes to the beach. This beach is part of a national park with a coastline that goes on for miles. Dave and I both like this spot because the earlier in the morning you go, the better your chances of finding stuff washed ashore. Stuff that's usually removed by park rangers before the masses hit the beach. For example, one time we found the carcass of a lemon shark. Another reason I like this beach so much is because it's easy to find yourself alone the further you go from the parking lot. To your left is the open ocean and to your right are the sand cliffs almost 30 feet high 
and you could see out forever in front and behind you. And that being said, the isolation is quite peaceful. There is also no land predators except for coyotes in this area, and they want nothing to do with you 99% of the time. On our walk that morning, Dave and I spotted another dead thing washed ashore. I felt the usual tug on my leash as we drew near. I always let Dave sniff whatever it is so he gets his kicks in. I never let him lick it or bite it though. A few long strides more, and I see that the dead thing is a deer. The waves washed forth around it, and receded back into the ocean blood red. The smell was gammy, not rotten. I come to a stop in front of the deer and let Dave do his sniffs. All is seemingly normal for a split second until a man, I shit you not, dressed head to toe in deep winter ski clothes, shoots up from the other side of the deer. He was covered in blood and had a chunk of meat in his mouth, which was quickly swallowed. I stared back at myself on his blood-splattered reflective goggles for a moment in total shock. And then Dave starts high-caliber barking. Holy shit! I yelled either aloud or in my head, and then pulled hard on Dave's leash. The man took a receding step, and he starts barking back. Dave stopped barking momentarily. The split second following, the man made a beeline over to the sand cliffs, and then Dave was rattling off again, and I had to hold him back. I started moving in the other direction and yelled, No! over and over again for a few seconds until Dave finally listened. I checked to see where the man had gone, and then I saw something that left my mind totally blank. This man was scaling the 30-foot sand cliffs like a mountain goat. I looked over when he was a quarter of the ways up, and I swear not even 10 seconds later, maybe 5, he was at the top. He then stopped, turned around, and stared straight at me. I heard Dave start barking again, and then I continued back the way we'd came, very keen on leaving ASAP. We had less than a mile or so to walk, and unfortunately, there didn't seem to be a single soul walking the beach this morning. I found myself looking behind every few yards, and the first couple of times I did this, I saw the man still up on the cliffs. When I eventually looked back and didn't see him, I suddenly felt this sinking feeling in my gut. I had to get back to my car as soon as possible, because even with all this open space, that man and I are still the only two people on this beach. I started to run, as fast as one can do on soft sand, and Dave matches speed with me. When we were maybe 100 feet from the parking lot, I looked behind me again. Still no sign of the man, but my gut was strongly arguing otherwise. As our feet hit the parking lot pavement, I unlocked my car. Then, Dave stops and stares off at the edge of the rocks, across from the parking lot. I tell her no again, and keeps moving forward, too scared to look at the time. 
My car is so close you could read the license plate. I heard leaves and branches rustling, followed by a galloping football that echoes across the lot. Now I look over and see the man on all fours, running straight for us. Dave starts barking again, but he also starts to move along with me. Fortunately, I was much closer to my car than he was. I ushered Dave inside, followed suit, and started the car. The massive parking lot was completely empty except for my car, so I put it in drive and sped out of there. As I was approaching the exit, I checked the rearview mirror and saw him in pursuit, still on all fours. Dave was watching him intently out the trunk window. I lost sight of him after a turn in the road not long after. At the end of this road is an information station at Mission Gate, which had an empty parking lot when I passed by earlier. Now, there were two rangers parked there and another facility. I saw one of the rangers was in her truck and I pulled up right beside to her. At that moment I realized that what I was about to tell her sounded absolutely ridiculous. So I kept out the part about how I found this guy eating a dead deer. I only told her that some wacko in full ski getup chased me on all fours and was barking at my dog. She laughed at this and I forced myself to do the same. She then repeated what I said back to me, and I confirmed. She laughed again and said, Alright, I'll head down there right now. I don't think she even believed this partial truth, because our interaction was seriously that brief. After she had said that, we bid each other a good rest of the day, and that was that. Never heard, read, or otherwise learned anything else about whatever all that was. I haven't gone for a walk there with Dave, nor anyone else there ever since either. Unless it was during the day and the beach was busy. Even then, though, I don't like being there. Not anymore. I always get the feeling I'm being watched and find myself frequently scanning the tops of the sandy cliffs. The time a werewolf crossed my yard. I know this may sound crazy, but I figured this would be a good place to share my story. It was around 2015 or 2016. I remember it being in the summertime. The trees and brush were still full and lush. My wife and I live on 12 acres of land in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. The land was mostly wooded, with maybe three acres around the home cleared out with the exception of random spaced trees. Two acres in the front yard and about one acre in the back. The house was built in 1969, and the state of the home was original to the year, down to the shag carpet. We originally moved in back in 2014, and over the years of living there, we gradually worked on remodeling when we had the extra time and money. The land had two small barns on the property we turned in the chicken coops. We also decided to add a sheep. Side note, 
the home itself always had an unsettling feeling. The basement had a dark evil feeling with a freezer full of animal carcasses and a gallon bucket of frozen blood that was there when we moved in. But that's another story of its own. So over the span of living there, we had problems keeping our chickens alive. We couldn't find out how something could be getting in. One day, we got home from grocery shopping in the early afternoon to find all of our chickens dead and spread across our backyard. It didn't make any sense. We had that heavy-duty hardwire cloth wire caging that was torn like something clawed through it. We were concerned and weren't sure what to do. After all, we had the sheep to worry about. I began setting out at night and different times of the day when I had the time. I thought that maybe I could hunt whatever it was that was killing our animals, but nothing ever showed up. We kept a close eye on our sheep the best we could, making sure he was well protected. That was, until one random morning we went out to go feed him, and found him out of his stable and lying there in the backyard not moving. We still don't know how he got out. He had no marks or explanation to what happened to him. The only thing coming to mind is a fear-induced heart attack. Now on to the siding. Like I said, it was summertime, and I had the windows open because our AC wasn't working very well on the second floor and was trying to get a breeze through the house. My wife was at work meanwhile I was working on putting our laundry away in the upstairs bedroom. I began hearing this deep growl sound, and a slightly higher pitched growling sound with it. I couldn't tell what it was, so I stuck my head out the window to listen better. I could hear something coming from the woods on the right side slowly getting louder, slowly getting closer to being in view. As the sound grew near, my heartbeat sunk. I felt fear and dread. I was scared, but I wasn't sure why. That was until it came into the clearing. There it was. This giant werewolf walking around in my front yard. It was walking on all fours. It had a large canine head, a large humped back, a long, bushy tail, and its fur was thick on its chest and back, and thinned out on its legs. As it was walking into the front yard, I was able to measure it by it walking past a tree. It was at least five feet standing on all fours to its shoulders. So I'd imagine it being seven or eight feet tall on its hind legs. The slightly higher-pitched sound was coming from behind it, Following behind was an identical pup. I was in such shock I couldn't move. Frozen in what I was witnessing, I didn't even think to try to photograph it. I guess in that moment I didn't want to miss anything. It carried it across the front yard, going deeper into the woods. I told my wife about it and never seen it again after that day. Also, Never went outside without protection after that. We ended up moving out in 2018. Just wondering if anyone else has any encounters like this in Tennessee or anywhere.
disturbing presence at the lake. A few years ago, in the northern parts of Sweden, I'm going out for a nice evening of fishing. I am what I guess is called a fishing supervisor. I checked that the other fishermen got their licenses at a certain area of lakes and streams. This is in late summer, and I have been doing my round, which I usually end with going to a small lake and fly fish for some trout. This lake, or pond, is pretty deep in the forest, and I rarely meet someone there. Actually, I've never met someone there. This lake looks kind of like a crater, a perfect round circle that is perhaps a hundred meters in diameter. It contains a natural population of perch and trout. It is a warm summer evening with a slight breeze. The birds are chirping and the fish is rising to all the insects spawning on the surface. I rig my gear and aim for one of the fish rising in front of me. The same second as my fly lands on the surface, it is like someone paused the time. The sun hides behind a cloud. The wind stops blowing. The birds are suddenly silent and the fish stop eating. A smell rises from the ground I'm standing on. It smells like something dead, something rotten, like I have a carcass buried under my feet. All of a sudden, I am aware there is something walking out of the forest behind me, maybe 10, 15 meters behind me. It's like I could see it in the corner of my eye, but I still really can't see it. Every hair on my body is on its end, and it is suddenly very cold around me. The thing watching me just stands there, and I don't have the courage to turn around at all. I see my fly sink to the bottom, but I can't move. I can't do anything about it because I don't dare to move. Then the wind hits me, and it carries the awful smell away. The sun hits me again. A bird is singing somewhere in the forest, and the almost overtaking feeling of being watched lets go of me. I turn around, and there is nothing there. On the lake, the fish starts rising again. I pack my gear and throw my backpack on my back and run for it, through the forest and to my car. I hit the gas and drove like a maniac until I found the big road and civilization again. I parked at the side of the road and say to myself, what the F was that? My heart is still racing. I haven't visited that lake since this happened, and I know no one else who has either. What do you guys think it was? I've probably visited that place 20 times before this happened and never felt anything like it. The only thing that I am always afraid of is bears when visiting it. I do fish at a lot of ponds and lakes there pretty deep in the forest. There's always a lot of wildlife in these places. Deer, moose, fox, and the occasional wolf, bobcat, and bear. I've never been afraid of meeting one, except when I was visiting this particular lake. Sorry for the bad English. As you probably understand at the beginning, I am from Sweden. <laughs> <laughs>